welcome to the Gaming and Chill, episode number 105. Today on this episode, we've got Sam, and we're going to talk about some good old-fashioned gaming news, a little bit of anime news, and a little bit of new stuff that we're working on as well. But before Ooh. all that, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle and 8-Bit Metal. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. Also, Humble Bundle now offers Switch games. I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that, especially because you can download all like Nintendo titles, Mario Brothers. Well, obviously Nintendo titles, but Mario Brothers, Super Smash Brawl. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Unfortunately, I've got all the games I want right now on the Switch. And they're like, Uh... it's like, and now we're offering Switch games. Like, well, I mean, cool, but I already have all that. (laughs) Because cool. you haven't been. <laughs> cool. We couldn't have offered that a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing I really wish that Humble Bundle would do, especially for PC games, is to allow you to link your Steam so you can use Steam gift cards. Ooh. Because you are getting it through Steam. I guess that makes sense. <sighs> because otherwise, if I get a Steam gift card for Christmas, right? Uh-huh. I can't use that on Humble Bundle. I've got to use that on Steam. Hmm. If that makes any weird sense. It's like, I just want to link my accounts so that way I can use Steam currency on Humble Bundle. I get that. It, it may be able to be done. The only thing I can think of is that sometimes they run out of like game, er, game licenses. So I think it's actually provided by the game providers themselves, which is why it's really annoying to have to go through pay for it and then use the key to activate it on steam but i don't know if that's because simply because of licensing rules who knows there's a whole bunch of legal paperwork that may have to be done that i have no idea oh god yeah I, the, the legal <laughs> the legalese makes me go oh god that's terrible <laughs> um like, can't we just all be friends here <laughs> right i wish we could but we really can't no. so how you been doing man i've been doing good uh Big changes, busy at work, holiday season's over. Um, hey, I got a new phone. Hey. It's pretty awesome. I got... finally left the uh, the world of the Apple cult and joined Android with the new Samsung Galaxy Note 9? Yeah, 9. That's the, the latest one. That's the one with the uh, pen, right? Yeah, which I haven't used at all. I was going to ask, <laughs> how do you like the pen? Is it worth it? Like, I have not even used the the pin function. I think the only thing I'll ever use this for is that you can take remote pictures and video with it. So it's like, hey, family portrait, here you go. Or if I'm trying just to take a video, post online or anything like that, I might be able to see using it. But I hate drawing with styluses on screens. It's just I'm a pen and paper kind of guy. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know uh, I use my tablet mostly as like a third screen, basically. 
<laughs> and you, the, the tablet because like it doesn't have super pressure sensitivity so like drawing on it's kind of iffy so that and a, you know i had the crappy apple iphone 6 and i had him for like five years mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where it's like oh my gosh uh, this thing's so slow i gave it to the guy to do the transfer and he's like how on earth have you lived with this thing it's like hey don't judge me right now. <laughs> I've tried to save as much money as possible, so that's this is what I have. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and then your screen is like 700 times bigger, and you're going, oh, oh my god. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, this is great. Um, one of the things I've been doing is I've been reading through the Black Lagoon anime or manga again, and mm. I got it through Amazon, and it's like, I can actually read a full page at a time without zooming in. This is great. <laughs> right. You mean that's how many pixels are supposed to be there? Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of one of the things that uh, I've been learning, the uh, the curves of Android versus uh, Apple. I have a lot more freedom to do a lot more, but at the same time, I haven't even like started oh, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the oh, abilities yeah. of this phone. I love the ability you can just basically go, I want to download any phone background ever. A new ringtone? Yes, please. It's it's <laughs> unless uh, with with Apple, it's like, well, good luck with that. Pay ninety nine cents for what you want. Why? <laughs> Pay ninety nine cents for a ten second sound bite. No, no, I own the I own the stupid song. Why? Exactly. Uh, no, I've had Android forever. I had an iPhone for a little while. And it just was, I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, it's its nice, it's sleek, but so is the Pixel. It is. I mean, it works. Re- or like The thing about Apple is that it works. It does what it's supposed to. And that's what people like is, quote unquote, the reliability. And basically, uh, I joke saying that it's idiot proof, but it's not really. Because let's face it, we all know the, the people who like run into a issue even on the iphone can't figure out how to navigate back out of it but oh, yeah. really it's the easiest phone i know to use which is great it's got the only one thing button. is yeah it's got one button it's like for this one it's like there's so many things i can do with this even though i've been working with computers for gosh i want to say 10 no yeah probably about uh 12 years just in a occupational setting it's like hey i still haven't even found out all the abilities that i can use this android for so it'll be fun right <laughs> i also got a pop socket so i'm trendy now right yeah actually i actually love my I, I love my pop socket i gotta be honest <laughs> because it's a pop socket and that's what a pop socket is <laughs> so is pop socket the name of the company or the name of the item I'm pretty sure it's the item. Let's start this over again. <laughs> yes, but this time Doug's not on this episode. No. Exactly. It is the actual pop socket is the product itself. Now it's you, what we're going to go with. Do you have a special design? No, it's just a regular black one to match the case I have. Nice. I, I yeah, mine's, a, mine's my business phone, so I get like business emails to it. So <laughs> showing up to a meeting and they're like, Sam, why do you have like, oh, let's say the Gundam wing <laughs> logo on there, the Oscor. It's like, I mean, why not? Because why not? <laughs> exactly. I just have a nice little Charmander. I'm thinking about swapping it out because I've had Charmander for a little while. It's starting to, starting to wear down. 
Oh, well, man. the good thing is, like, you can just take off, like, the little cover and just replace them. Oh, really? Yeah. So hmm. you don't have to unsticky it from your phone. So, huh. Which is nice, because otherwise That's it's really gross. Nice. <laughs> that is really nice, actually. But how have you been, man? Uh, keeping busy. Uh, work <laughs> is just a nightmare lately. Uh, m- but it's not for anything related to work. It's mostly because of activities that require me to be at work, but not actually part of my job. Um, so this year I am producing a new podcast for, uh, with Humana. Oh, sweet. Um, and it's the salute NRG or sorry, BRG now business resource group. Um, so we're actually launching that on the 21st. Um, as much as I'd love to be the hype man for it, you actually can't listen to it outside of Humana. No. So, but I'm actually in talks with one of the media people of going, hey, we should do something out for outside members. Um, but no, so I have to schedule recording booth time with a third person and then send out invites to the other people. It's like, God, that's a nightmare. Because they all are running around like chickens with their head cut off going, oh, God, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. And I'm like, calm down. I've got to schedule it. (laughs) But when I send out an email that says it is at this time, I do need you to respond to that email within the day. Because I sent out an email once and they didn't respond for five days. And I'm like, this was a confirmation email. You didn't confirm it or anything. I, I had to cancel it. I love those emails. And they're like, we were just <laughs> confused. And I'm like, clearly. Clearly you were, because uh, otherwise I wouldn't be waiting for your response. Exactly. But let me tell you, it's a nice recording studio. Oh, man. I'll have to uh, take you up there one day and show you. It's really amazing. It's got three nice, good, uh, really noise-canceling uh, headphones. And the microphones oh. are unidirectional that just have a smooth, buttery sound. I felt like I had died and gone to heaven. <laughs> like, it was a amazing studio. It was it was perfect. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get to use it. Uh, and basically, eventually, I'll be able to use it for... I can just be able to walk in on a Saturday and go, Okay, I'm going to record something. Nice. So, it's been really busy. Other than that, I feel like it's a good idea. I, I feel like it, when the, by the time this releases, I'll have had my answer. But I actually auditioned for something. Oh. I auditioned to read an audiobook uh, through hey. Amazon. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's a small... I, I decided to set my goal small. It's actually a small self-help book. Uh, to, uh, I, don't remember, I don't remember the title of it right now. But I auditioned for it, and I'm waiting to hear back from it still at the time of recording, which is like the 12th of January. Uh, see, I'm I'm waiting to hear back from it, but I'm excited for it uh, because I've been doing a lot more uh, fan fiction reading on Fridays. Yeah. Uh, so, and a lot of people were like, hey, you've got a good voice. You should do that. And I was uh, talking with one of my friends, and they were like, hey, my friends and my sister were like, hey, you've got a really good voice. And I'm like, thanks. But this is just encouraging <laughs> so to go do it. Thing to go through and to uh, comment on. You got a really nice voice. 
Thanks. Thanks. Are your hands on your table? Are your hands on the table when you say that? No, but I'm like, okay, that's that's actually really good encouragement because considering that we do the podcast, we do, I do streaming, I do uh, fan fiction on Fridays. It's like ha- hearing, hey, you've got a really good voice because like I I've heard people with that are amazing what they do with their voice. It's like if Gilbert Godfrey was narrating a book, you're going, Gilbert Godfrey, you're doing a great job, but man, I can't listen to your voice for more than 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those true things. I was watching a video the other day and a streamer was commentating on a race and the streamer's voice, they were doing a really good job but the streamer's voice just slowly eroded at my ability to go, hey, no, that was a good voice. It was just, it felt like, it felt like they were doing a voice uh, voice line for a character or something for two and a half hours. And I was like, I I appreciate the, all the effort you're going into it, but I'm going to have to stop you there. <laughs> it's like, I, I appreciate it. You're doing a good job, but not for me. And I think that's, I, that's that's honest at that point. I get that. I listen to my voice though, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> well, I found out why that were, why that happens with people, why no one can tolerate their voice over recording, is because we hear our voice through flesh and bone. Uh, whereas if we listen back to it, it's actually playing like everyone else hears it. But because huh. that does not sync with how we hear it we hear it as being bad hmm fascinating i mean because if you think about it like the air it's it's traveling differently you know because yeah. of the way it has to conduct through our system i get that too especially with our voices it's kind of what's coming back because we don't necessarily get the direct audio because of the way that our uh, <laughs> our ears work Right. This this could be a really side here. <laughs> Let's call up Doug and say, "Hey, can you go through and uh, explain acoustics for us in five minutes?" <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I mean, I love I love that body science because if you really think about it, speech is only vibrations in the air created by our uh, our voice, or basically our um, the tendons in our neck, basically. So it basically sends out vibrations in the air that our brain translates. Huh. Which is kind of awesome. It's kind of what works the same way as uh, sight. In that, if you here's a mind, just it blows your mind. There is no such thing as green or red or blue. Oh, yeah. It's just it's light, light refle- reflecting. <laughs> You're so, like, what? So if you think about it, everything you see is not the color that it is unless it's black. Because black absorbs a lot of the spectrum and only reflects a small portion of it back. So black is the closest color to what it is. But there is no such thing as colors. Hmm. It's just light the with the wavelength of light in your brain goes, ah, yes, this, and translates it to mean a pigmentation. <laughs> and everything you see is actually upside down. 
Oh, yes. Because it goes through and switches it over. It's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, exactly. Your brain goes processing, <laughs> processing, processing. It's amazing how much if you just disrupted one part of a sense system, you could just totally screw over a human being. If you turned <laughs> off their brain's ability to translate an image that's upside down. Oh, um, what was it? I was watching. This is years ago. I don't know if they ever used the use the actual technology itself mm -hmm. um but when they were researching less than lethal means to take out people like in order to go through and just like disrupt somebody who's rioting or oh, to take down the noise the cannon well the noise cannon and then also the light cannon did you ever hear about that one yes the I light did. cannon flash so many different colors that it overloads your senses and basically causes people to like default sit down they have to just like stop close their eyes and lay on the ground because it overloaded their system. I'm like, that could possibly have some negative consequences down the line. And I've never heard of it being used. So I'm sure that uh, the test came back that it probably wasn't as safe as they thought it was. You've got, you just got one guy out there with glow sticks on ecstasy going best rave ever. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, well, sir. We tried using the light cannon at burning man. How did it go? No one noticed. <laughs> no one noticed at all. <laughs> huh. Let's try the tear gas. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it was really. It's. I, I love that idea that through a simple means, you can basically cheat a human. You can hack a human and just go, nope. I mean, it, it's amazing. I love that technology. And like when you watch certain animes, they're like, we done this. And it's like, yeah, no, that's probably actually a thing. That, that probably was done at one time. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure if it was a Russian or a German experiment that tried that. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was one of them. <laughs> to be honest, the Americans have done a lot of experiments too. We're going to tie bombs to bats, you all. All right. <laughs> that's okay, bro. How much have you been drinking? No, it's that like, was. Uh, I, I love the fact that that was an actual oh, military yeah. thing. No, I I agree. It's one of those things where it was like I just want to know who was drinking at the bar one night, like going through and like after work thinking I need to make a breakthrough. Let's go through and let's get the thermal grenade attached thermal bombs to bats. Yeah. What? Oh. <laughs> the guy oh. sitting next to you. Oh, is why? Like, Excuse me. <laughs> Or the idea, one of my favorite like stories of just how oblivious we sometimes are to our own scientific advances is uh, when they were testing the atomic bomb after World War II, um, they hired an entire like platoon of soldiers to stay in their foxhole and they dropped the bomb about a mile away from where they were going to be uh, or where they were going to be. The shockwave went over them. So they were totally fine, but then their next challenge was to basically charge down to ground zero and to see how it affected people. And as you may imagine, they lost their hair, got radiation poison, threw up all over the place, and later on, everybody died from bone cancer. And it's like, what did you guys think was going to happen? <laughs> That's just it. They didn't think. <laughs> it's like, well, that, that or that was when we realized, whoa, radiation. Hmm, that's a bad thing. <laughs> hmm. Maybe hugging uranium might not be such a hot idea. Or one of my other favorites, Russian stories, where the Russians found a uh, old waste pile of depleted plutonium out in like the Ukrainian division. And it's like, oh, so what did they do to...
they did a calculation and realized you can only be close to that plutonium for 30 seconds before you start getting injured. You want to know what they did? It's day 28 seconds. They they went through and they got a squad of soldiers and they had a timer and they would go through and say, okay, start timer. Only stay at 28 seconds. When it gets to 20, we yell at you. We change. <laughs> and that's how they got rid of it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, there's going to be so many health consequences for that later. But it, it's Russia. They don't really <laughs> care. Well, I think I think one of my favorite ones is when we we're going to use dogs as covert bombers. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we trained them on our own tanks, <laughs> and then when we released them, they bombed our own tanks <laughs> because we did not realize that. All tanks don't look the same. <laughs> Go get the Russian tanks, boy. Wait, why are you running backwards? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop, stop. <laughs> heal, heal. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, oh, man. Uh, you, you tra- trained them Pavlovian style. What did you expect? <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so let's move on to gaming news. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds good to me. So there is a 30 minute one-shot Resident Evil 2 demo. Heck yes. (laughs) I kind of both think that it's an amazing idea to uh, do a one-shot 30-minute demo, play as much as you can in 30 minutes. And that's it. Yeah, and that's literally all you get. I mean, all it shows you how well they've done graphics, how well the random interface is, because it's not like a matter of, oh, I went through and I had this planned and programmed perfectly, just so you see the first 20 minutes. And then when you download the game, it's like, oh, this glitchy as all get out, because I didn't follow that exact pattern. Crap. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's actually a really, really good idea, because how many people played the same section of the Resident Evil 7 demo over and over and over, which it's kind of cool at that time, but you're not really experiencing the game, as it were, if that makes any sense. It makes sense to me. So I'm actually really excited to try it. But it makes it almost builds the tension that Resident Evil 2 was trying to build. Of there is something in no, was that Resident Evil 2 or 3 that was uh, with Nemesis? It might have been 3. But it builds the Resident Evil tension of its high stakes. And I like that idea. It builds the tension for the game that the game will actually have. It's a, you got one shot at this. Don't screw it up. It's like as if you were this was an actual thing. Like, the, resident, the zombie apocalypse happens. You don't have a save system. You don't have anything. You got one shot. That's it. <laughs> one shot, and that's it. And yes, you're right. Resident Evil was Nemesis. Uh, two or three? Three. Okay. Sorry. It's all good. I mean, I like it. It makes it smarter because you're actually you're you're having to go through it. You can either do it quickly and risk not using your full 30 minutes because you died because you weren't taking your time or you take all the time and don't really see the demo. Um, Now, what I know is the demo is only so long 
And if you finish it in the 30 minutes, you get, uh, uh, you get a new trailer. Huh. Which is kind of cool. I kind of want to try this, actually. I can't say I blame you. It's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to consider down, uh, getting it tonight, uh, not tonight, uh, later as well. You know, I may go through, maybe we should record that, see both of us, see what we can go through and we can have just trying to play that demo and yeah. see how far we both get compared to each other. Because I love Resident Evil games. The only thing is that I played them like, I'm going to say way back when, like when they first came out almost. Yeah. So I'll never forget my heart stopping when those dogs went, jumped through the window and like wasn't expecting that at that time because no other video game had had a jump scare kind of like that at that point it's like oh man yeah heart it's it's stopping (laughs) i don't know I'm, i'm excited for it oh yeah so we'll see how it goes i mean i'm excited to go through and play it i'm gonna see where i can actually download it right now Oh, you can download it to the PS4 store. I think it might be a couple days from now. Okay. I mean, it's nice. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. But it's also funny because, you know, I mean, Resident Evil had those movies that we don't talk about that had nothing to do with the video game, it feels like. I so... like those video games. Thank you. The video games or mm-hmm. the movies? I like the video. I like the movies. Uh, okay. I guess we can still be friends. <laughs> no, I, I actually really liked them up until like the last couple. Okay, that might be where it went through. Uh, the one where they went to Las Vegas was kind of when I lost interest. I was like, okay. Yeah, I actually seen that in this. Vegas. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Yeah. Um. So I actually enjoy them. I mean, unironically, I enjoy them. Number one, it's not amazing, but I watched it nearly daily for about three months. Still better than Doom. I like the Doom movie, too. <laughs> it's not, ama- again, not amazing, but it's still entertaining. <laughs> it's got the rock in it. It has to be entertaining. I kind of wonder if he looks back and goes, oh, my God, I can't believe I'd done that movie. <laughs> can't believe it why did we do this guys exactly um but yeah i enjoy them like i enjoy campy movies like that you know hey if they they're done well (laughs) um speaking of movies done well hey how about that segue check that out um netflix is getting sued again but this time by the Choose Your Own Adventure rights holder over the new Black Mirror episode, Bandersnatch. Wait, 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 hold up. Choose Your Own Adventure rights holder? Yeah. Okay, well, you gotta break that down for you. What does that even mean? So, there is a company um, who owns the trademark to Choose Your Own Adventure, uh, as reported by uh, their Choose Co. LLC. The crap. Okay, I gotta look this up. Just like so, choose Co. LLC. Yeah, they owned the previously mentioned. Tra- so I'm reading from IGN. Yeah, and I'm they, looking up like they 
owned the previously mentioned trademark, filed a lawsuit in Vermont federal court today and said that while it and Netflix had been in extensive negotiations that were ongoing for a number of years, the streaming company was never granted a license to use its trademark of Choose Your Own Adventure. It's okay. like, it's like <laughs> um, guys, I didn't realize you could do that. I mean... That idea has been around for a very, very long time. Okay, so I'm going to give you some uh, some background on this. I just did some research um, here, mm-hmm. and it appears that um, Juiceco LLC, you're right, um, has its own web page, cyoa.com. Please and, tell me it's a choose your own adventure website. It's like, do you go to the welcome page? <laughs> you go to the welcome page. Unfortunately, it's not like that. Go to However, web, go to URL. It shows the age of all the authors. And I'm pretty sure that they're some of the original authors <laughs> that originally started this back in the day. Moses wrote for Chooseco? <laughs> I mean, they're not okay, so they're not super old, but I mean, it just looks like it's like, hey, wait a minute. What are we uh, talking about on here? Um, here's the rights. Um, okay, that's, that doesn't help me. That's just their little legal bargain. Um, apparently, it was started by Raymond Almiron Montgomery, was the original publisher and author, and author of the incredibly popular Choose Your Own Adventure book series for children. Um, he died in 2014, unfortunately. Um, but it looks like um, they're pretty serious. They've been doing this for years. Um, apparently, you can get Choose Your Own Adventures for every grade um, up until eighth grade or plus. Um, but I'm surprised this is just now, just now become a big issue do you know what i mean i wonder if telltale has got has been this had this issue because they are basically choose your own adventure or even as ig the ign article um the detroit um this is detroit or what is Uh, detroit become human detroit become human yes Mm. um like that whole series would be like this um for crying out loud most bethesda games would have somewhat of a feature of this yeah i so i wonder if they got that license then they may have um i mean frequently asked question i'm just looking and see if there's anything that i have to go through um because i mean so netflix is getting sued and this is the second time it's been sued in the last year um because they the were first person to sue him again the church of satan oh i, oh, I remember that <laughs> because in the newest <laughs> sabrina series they had a statue of uh satan yes and it looked exactly like their like um, this, their statue of satan their statue of satan so that's their problem okay well, yeah <laughs> I, I and actually i disagree with that one. Oh, really yeah, because it is for them a religious icon, and you don't see 
Well, I mean, I guess because the Church of Satan is an organization, I guess technically they can. They can copyright yeah. a symbol. But you don't see anybody complaining about a Star of David or a cross or anything like that. So given the fact that the Church of Satan is an organization, they may have the right they they do have the rights to that religious symbol, which let me be let me be honest, the new Sabrina series is amazing. I have not watched it. That or Stranger Things. I or Black that Mirror. Probably shouldn't surprise you at this point. No. <laughs> it was actually really good. Uh, but it was like I read that and I was like, man, Netflix forgot to like get the license for Statue of Satan. Now, I kind of often have wondered, and I don't have any no a notion for this, and maybe someone else can answer this in the comments. But say somebody published that. So say Netflix published, you know, the church, the Statue of Satan, whatever. Yeah. Does the church go to them and go, hey, um, you put that in there. Uh, maybe you didn't realize it was copyrighted, but you put that in there. Um, can we just, can we, let's go ahead and file a license so that way you have a license for it. And we'll post date it. We're cool with it. We just didn't. Maybe you didn't realize. Or do they go? That is our image. Let's sue. Because I don't know. As a company, I'd be like, "Hey, um, I didn't license that to you." So, example: if somebody you know in a movie was wearing a gaming and chill T-shirt, which you can buy, um, <laughs> I would be like, "Hey, yo, you didn't license that. I mean, you can." And I will be totally cool with you. Now that you've done it, I'm totally cool with you doing it. But if you don't get a license from us, then we're going to have to sue you. Yeah, just because it's like, please, you used our product without our permission. Please help us. Well, yeah. And it's like, dude, I'm not going to charge an obscene licensing fee. Like, just because it's popular, I'm going to be like, well, okay, here you go. You know? <laughs> it's like, that's fine, but... Do they automatically go to the directly to the let's sue or do they there's there a stopping off point where they go, hey, maybe you didn't realize. But if you did, it's not cool. If you didn't, let's get this sorted out before we go to the news and we're suing you because, well, I mean, that doesn't look good on either of us. No, not at all. Um, But it's it's fascinating. But yeah, apparently Netflix is getting sued over the choose your own adventure, which until then, till now, I did not realize that it was actually a trademark thing. But I have a feeling that someone in, in Netflix just got fired because how do you drop the ball and not realize, choose your own, If especially if it's your job to find out licensing, that choose your own adventure is licensed. But that's like doing a whole episode. Out. That's like doing a I whole would... episode about Coca-Cola. And, and then being pissed. Going, oh my god, it was it was licensed the entire time. Oh, speaking of which, I did something that I wasn't proud of today in regards to Coca-Cola. Oh? <laughs> I was desperate and found out we had uh, two collectible World of Coke Coke bottles. Okay. And I'm like, huh, this has been like three years since we got these, and I opened them up. They were still good. <laughs> well, I mean, they're sealed. <laughs> yeah, they're sealed, but it's like... Was waiting for it to be like, oh man, this is awful. But no, surprisingly, they were still still good. So Doug's got to one up me on that one. <laughs> there you go. Jeez, it's three years old. Um, I think that's all about it. I got for Netflix. 
Um, oh, yeah. But other streaming company, Amazon, is reportedly working on a new video game streaming service. Now, this really excites me. The only reason I said it's supposed to be a mobile streaming gaming service for games that we currently play on like Xbox or PC, you're supposed to be able to play them on mobile because it's just streaming. It's not actually like, I guess you're not going to be downloading it to your game or to your device. It's just going to stream it. Yeah. Which depending on how that plays out, I think that could be awesome because, you know, I'll be honest, I'm sitting at an airport and I want to play a game and it's like, well, gee, what do I do? Oh, let's go ahead and let's boot up Amazon's app or whatever they have, and let's play or play a game while we're waiting. Now, I wonder if they're going to, in a weird sense, work with like PlayStation, Xbox, and be like, "Hey, people who already own the game, they're they're able to stream." So, say I own, I so say I own, as if I don't, Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. If I want to stream that, do I have to buy a new copy of it, or can I stream the save file of which I already have? You know, hmm. yeah. Because I, if it was streaming games that you already have, dude, I'd be amazed with that. Because the number of times I'm at work, I'm like, I really wish I could play this game. And it's only on my, it's only on my PS4. But if I could load it on my phone, or heck, even lo- hotspot my phone and play it on my tablet at work, that'd be amazing. It would open up a whole new realm of gaming that's more than just the switch because as good as the switch is it doesn't have all the games it doesn't have your xbox games it doesn't have you know monster hunter spider-man my hero academia the ones that i can see from my desk you know it it the switch has very limited games so if I can stream any game to my phone, to my tablet, that would be amazing. Or even, um, it's it, it was saying smartphones, tablets, smart TVs, and more. So I could stream it to my TV. I could st- may, hopefully I could stream it to my work computer. You know, <laughs> and not get caught. Dude, no one comes to my desk. I'm like, God. They only come to me when they need something, and otherwise I don't exist. It's true. It's uh, it's interesting. I love that idea, because I love gaming on the go. And like you said, sitting at an airport, sitting at the doctor's office of, hey, I'm going to play, I'm going to grind out some materials in Monster Hunter. Which I have that's why I'm saying it. I've I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. I've probably put in about fifty hours in the last three weeks. Bro. I have a, okay. I have a problem. <laughs> it's okay. I've been playing the Valkyria Chronicles trying to beat it, but I'm only halfway through the stupid game. I technically beat the game this week, but Oh it's really? Like, here's it's like and now it so up until you beat a certain monster, you you have a locked here a hunter rank. After you beat it, it's like, no, now you can actually gain more Hunter rank, up to 999. You, you When it unlocks, you're at, like, 16. <laughs> so you can just keep playing. Oh, yeah, and there's a new expansion coming out this autumn. Oh, really? Yeah, which I'm going to be ready for. 
and there's there there's other events that goes on. So it, it's been something I've been playing with with a uh, Doug and a, and a couple friends. Nice. It's yeah, I stopped by and watched a couple of times. It's been pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you got it on Xbox and Xbox Live, I'd totally buy it just to play it with you as well. I, it's the one thing is that just where my Xbox is set up, bro, it's the only thing is that we would have interruptions every five minutes because of my lovely daughter. <laughs> I know that, Bill. <laughs> who, who loves to play with cords, buttons, and lights, which is adorable, but... <laughs> I know that feel, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited for uh, game streaming. Seriously, like, I think it could revolutionize the way gaming is done. I mean, Amazon's really big about going through and oh yeah, upsetting the industry as it is, even with Twitch Prime and all the other stuff that they started. Just because I have Twitch Prime allows me to download. Uh, particular games already mm-hmm. so they've already kind of entered into the video game field but they also um, have the for Amazon Prime members they get like 10% off game titles all these other things and then even with Amazon Basics have you ever gone through and used some of their like um, controllers they're pretty good for just generic $15 oh, replacements yeah. it's like oh it's because everybody remembers Mad Cats ah, freaking Mad Cats <laughs> they were good quality though some of them were you could get one or two of them where it's like you literally got this just to screw with your friend exactly <laughs> um but I'm, I'm excited for it because i like the idea that they're going to be running in a different data center so your system won't actually have to process it um yeah. that could help people like doug oh yeah that um, could help hundreds of people to get into the gaming industry with worry about spending too much money um, the only thing is you have to just make sure you have an up-to-date smartphone and that a smartphone's used for everything. It's not just phone calls and texting. I mean, now it would yeah. be, a, it would be a pain to play monster hunter on a small screen like this, but if it, it's able to run through com- other computers because they're not actually having to process it, that would be amazing. Like I said, that would help people like Doug who doesn't have the best PC. He could still play the most current titles. If you if you think about it, and it could make the way it could make Xbox and PlayStation have to rethink their streaming system. Oh, completely, and maybe finally the cross-platform. Oh yeah, kind of like barrier will be shattered, which is what I really wish we could see happen one day. Exactly, uh, and I, I, it's there's so much innovation, but it's going to be until like 2020 that it's not going to happen. Um, so I, we've got some time, but I'm super stoked about it. Hey, same here. So, okay, let's move on to some classic anime news, which we have Heck not yeah. actually talked about anime in a long time. I feel like this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is sponsored by 8-Bit Metal. Are you a heavy metal fan? What about retro gaming and game collecting? Look no further than 8-Bit Metal. They're a mixer streamer focusing on positive, fun content. So head on over to Mixer.com slash 8 underscore bit underscore metal. That's Mixer.com slash 8 bit metal. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Back to you. Oh, seriously, I know. Um, The good news is that we are also able to this. Um, 
as we get closer to the April release date for the spring season of anime. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have a little bit more information, but excited to announce uh, Cells at Works getting their new spinoff manga on Saturday. Yeah, so, and it's, yeah. um, it's going to be centered around a killer T-cell. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you seen... Um... Have you seen any cells at work? I've got. I, I couldn't get into it, man. It wasn't that I. I watched it like with Doug and Richard both staring at me while I was watching it. And I'm like, what the crap is this? Um, <laughs> it's really good. Uh, so it's basically like it's centered on a killer T cell who's normally strict to himself and others, but just wants to have fun on stay at time off. He wants to make friends, but doesn't want to ruin his intimidating character at the same time. I'm excited for this. Um, because I love that show. It's so adorable. I mean, I may go through and try and watch it again, but it was like the thing was is that Richard and Doug hyped it up so much, and I watched it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I can I can understand that. Um, but then you talked about the new spring releases. Yes. Um, we have a couple that are have already been announced, and I listed only a couple. Yep. Um, so you got One Punch Man season two. The OP Hero Season 2, as I like to call it. Oh, it literally is. <laughs> um, I, I love that show. It is it's really great. good. Um, One of my coworkers is their, her favorite. And she's talking about it. She's like, I'm so excited. For- I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Yeah. It's not one of my favorites, but I'm like, okay. But she's like going crazy about it. She's like, oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, no, I'm I'm excited for it, though. And then for those of us who like a little bit more mainstream, um, Shingeki no Kyojin, I probably butchered that, Season 3, Part 2, which translates in English to Attack on Titan. Um, Season 3, Part 2 is continuing. And then Doug's personal favorite, Girls in in the Panzer, and I cannot pronounce that. Saishuzuo. Yeah, let's go ahead and call it that. Part 2, the movie, is going to be coming out. So... The adorable tank operators they are are going to get this, another movie. Do you see and, the, uh, real fast or for plugging our social media because it absolutely pertains to this? Do you see the re- most recent Gaming and Chill Instagram post or one of the no. most recent? It had a picture from Girls and Panzer, and it was like hashtag explain this anime. Hint: It's one of President Doug's favorite anime. Bonus points if you can explain it poorly. My <laughs> oh, my, my my poorly attempt is. Anime girls go on summer vacation in Europe when suddenly Hitler. <laughs> it makes complete sense. <laughs> I, I've never actually seen Girls in Panzer, so that could be it. Oh, I, you haven't? No. You have to watch it, man. Doug made me watch that series, and I was like really skeptical because, you know, Doug's favorite animes are like magical girl animes and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, we'll watch this. And at the very end of it, I'm like, Surprisingly, that is probably now one of my favorite animes. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Titania and the Saga of Evil? Or uh, oh, so- yes. the Saga of Titania the Evil? Yes. <laughs> I am a lolly who's going to commit heinous war crimes. <laughs> exactly, just to get back at the creator. Wow. <laughs> wow, spicy. <laughs> you took that to a whole new level of saltiness. <laughs> exactly. It's just so good, though. <laughs> Um, oh, but yeah, great. I'm excited for those spring releases. Um, oh, I am too. There's there. God, I feel like I'm so behind with anime though. I'm so in the weeds. I'm, I've got to just sit down and watch them because 
remarkably, I don't have a ton of time. Like, I'll come home from work on Mondays and Tuesdays after going to the gym and, like, have, like, an hour and a half before I start streaming for three hours, and then I go right to bed. <laughs> so I'm like, I, so I don't have, like, time to get up and breathe till, like, Thursday. And then I'm like, okay, cool, I gotta, like, plan everything I need to do on Thursday. I know that feels, man. <laughs> I mean, I can't complain. I mean, I'm I'm having a blast playing Monster Hunter two days a week, random game one night a week, and then fanfic on Fridays. It's, I miss streaming so much. It's not even funny, man. <laughs> it's it is a lot funner when you can get other people involved. Oh yes, like and it's a lot more fun when it's more regular when it's a regular schedule. <laughs> well, not even that. Um, honestly, I thought about almost like slowing down or giving up on streaming. But I started streaming with like Doug and Wolf and started, uh, I made it not so family friendly on my uh, channel, my stream. And it's actually really, really, really fun. Like, I don't even care that I have like one viewer. I'm like, <laughs> great. You're, ha you're, I, I would be playing this regardless. And I'm, I'm, I'm fully embracing that of like, I'd be playing this in great and regardless. Like, cool the fact that you're here watching is amazing but i don't need you here to watch to, to play if that oh, makes any terrible sense like people are like play for yourself and i was like yeah but how when you when you when you're doing that no play with friends play absolutely play, <laughs> play with friends oh yeah uh it, it's harder to do but it, it's way funner way funner to do so anything else um not that i know of I, right. I think i'm good for this week if there but i do know we have some uh promotions that we wanted to talk about yeah we do know about heck yeah um this year we are uh i guess officially launching our patreon it's game uh it's patreon.com slash gaming and chill and the links will be in the description as well and you can uh pledge money to help us produce the podcast and get access to the podcasts earlier um about a from, from what i what i'm planning is like about a day early uh and you get different ranks in our Discord, uh, and you different voice chats and things like that. Sneak previews. Yeah. Um, at the base tier, uh, for $1 a month, you get a monthly newsletter detailing special releases that month along with progress reports and goals, and access to Patreon-exclusive live stream participation, and you can play games with us. Um, that, and that's just starting at $1 a month, um, which, is, is, which is simple. Uh, Uno dolero. I mean, exactly right um and it's it's really cool uh it helps us produce more of the podcast and do more um it, it, it's 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 cool uh we, we i hope that you consider uh going to the patreon and help support us uh hey. and then you, there's always hey can you thank you to our patrons as well exactly and um, thank you guys for all of your support exactly um now and that would be just our patrons, but one of our later tiers, and I forget which tier it is, but it's, uh, we'll shout out your creation. Um, so if you're a streamer, you're a podcaster, like we'll shout out your creation. You basically, you're helps helping sponsor us. So you'll have a full, almost sponsor spot. Um, and it'll be rotating. So that way, if we have 70 people who are doing that, we're not going and this and this and this, there's our podcast, <laughs> but it'll rotate around. Um, but either way, it'll it'll happen. And then, uh, last but not least, 
by the time this releases, um, Resident Evil 2 will actually be getting ready to release. You can still pre-order it. Um, we actually will have an Amazon affiliate link that you can use that you can go and pre-order it, and it'll help us uh, help support us as well. So you can pre-order through Amazon, as you normally would, and it'll give us a small portion of that as well before I mean, no you, extra cost. You pre-order a game, and you support gaming and chill. Exactly. Double win. For Resident Evil 2. Exactly. Which that game looks amazing. Which, I mean, oh, it's just a remake of Resident Evil 2, but it looks amazing graphically. Oh, yeah. Well, they did a great graphic overhaul, which is gorgeous. Well, I mean, I don't know that it's so it's much a graphic overhaul so much as they just rebuilt the game. Yeah, and which, it's terrifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen some of the clips. I'm like, the liquors? And I was like, yeah. oh, my God. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Not again. Not today, Satan. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I'm going to head out this way. Bye. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, there will be an Amazon affiliate link as well. So uh, if you'd consider, buy, if you're going to get Resident Evil, get it through Amazon. Uh, per there, and you can give us a small, uh, it'll be a small port. Amazon will give us a small portion. I'm excited for that. I'm actually really, really excited for it. Uh, both the game and like the fact that we're now Amazon affiliated. Oh, yeah. It's uh, going to be awesome. Yeah. So, I think that's it for this episode of the podcast. Sam, do you got anything else? Nope, that's it for me, man. All right. So, until next week, we hope we'll hear from you down in the comments below. Be sure to share this with your friends and your family. And you know that one guy in IT, probably Ted. <laughs> um, He might enjoy this episode. He may. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We hope to see you again next week. So, until then, have a good one. Adios, amigos. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. <laughs> <laughs>